me stop before I get a, a copyright infringement. <laughs> I think it's infringement. You know, honestly, I'm not sure. But hello, hello, and hello. Welcome to the Movie Bugle Podcast. My name is Justin, and I am the host of this show. Come on in, and thank you all for tuning in to another episode of me talking about movies and TV shows. <laughs> As always, please be sure to check out at the Movie Bugle on Instagram. Um, that's where I usually post any of my movie reviews or things that are coming out that is exciting to me i'll always post my upcoming episode or would just love to talk to you guys on there as well you can also check me out online it's not really a website but it's just like a page where you can have all the different links to like the movie bugle um on linktree pretty much the website is l-i-n-k-e-r dot e-e forward slash the movie bugle or if you're on my instagram page you can just click the link in that bio and just wanted to give you guys a heads up that the movie bugle is also on more streaming platforms now so more ways to reach more people and a bigger audience so so far we've been on apple Podcasts, we've been on google Podcasts, and we've been on spotify but now we are on stitcher we are on iHeartRadio Podcasts and a website called tune in and when i submitted it to it it says something about it being connected to alexa so if you have an alexa just try hey alexa play the movie bugle podcast and see if it starts playing an episode so i have some new and exciting things coming down the line so please be sure to stay tuned and thank you all again for tuning in so what have you guys been watching you know there's so much you know content going around from tv shows and movies at the time of me recording this um it's at the beginning of july but this may come out a little bit later on um but there's so many movies coming out this summer that it's kind of hard for me to keep up but you know i i told myself that i was going to try to stick to any movies that are coming out in theaters even if it has a digital component i was going to try my best to watch it in the movie theaters because i miss going to the movie theaters and i miss having that experience so i'm super excited about that on this particular episode we are going to talk about a movie called the forever purge and for those who have been living under a rock we this is the fifth movie in the purge franchise it's really interesting we're gonna get into it a little bit do a little light spoiler talk for it because you know i never want to completely spoil a movie unless you know it requires an in-depth discussion but we're just going to talk about the history um, of The Purge. We're going to talk about, you know, my thoughts about the movie itself. And, you know, I have some things that I do want to bring up and I have some things that I feel like the movie is trying to say. So if you haven't seen The Forever Purge, it is available in theaters um, exclusively. It is a universal release. Uh, if you remember one of my earlier podcast episodes, we talked about some of the movies that were coming out this summer from the different studios and how they were going to be released universal was one of those that has a theater only exclusiveness um i think at the time it said 17 days but they may have bumped it up to 45 just because everything has been opening up a little bit more so um if you want to watch the forever purge you have to go and see it in theaters or wait until it has a digital component for like uh, pvod which is um premiere video on demand I think the streaming platform that is connected to Universal is Peacock, but it's still an upcoming streaming service. So as of right now, you got to go see it in theaters. 
but um so the forever purge like i mentioned before it is the fifth movie in the franchise movies that came out before you have the very first one which was called the purge then you have the purge anarchy then you have the purge election year then you have the first purge and then now you have the forever purge so the forever purge let's talk about this movie because since i want to say maybe the second purge i've seen that there's been a bigger picture to these movies you know i i talk about before how movies can tell a story it can give a message it can have an agenda behind it it could be a political piece it could be an artistic piece i definitely feel that this movie has some sort of political agenda it's definitely trying to say a message um and it sort of started with the second one the overall synopsis that i put together for this movie is a mexican family flees to america for a new life the annual purge uh seemed to have been outlawed for some time but was brought back for a 12 hour you know thing because they usually do the purge from 7 p.m to 7 a.m next day um on a set day of a year once that night was over things quickly escalated as a group of purists decides to continue the purge and a forever purge to cleanse america of all things that is wrong with it in their eyes so you know i'm watching this and to be honest with you i remember seeing the the trailer for it and because it's a purge i told myself i was gonna go see it but i remember seeing the trailer and i was like oh okay we're getting another purge um all right let's see what this one's gonna be about and it honestly someone said that it looks like a um what was uh, like a college like a college movie like you know like a college student film from the trailer it looked like that and i was like okay so i didn't i wasn't really expecting too much from it um definitely once you get inside um the cinematography of it is a little bit better than the trailer let on there's a couple of shots in the movie that i'll go over and i'll talk about as well that i really really liked but um but my overall thoughts you know it was good you know i i liked it it's not my favorite one in the franchise um i think that with the similar like you know storyline oh and I, I forgot to mention there was a tv show called the purge and that tv show was kind of a lot just be, only because they they took a night of the purge and they you know spread it over 10 episodes so it was it felt dragged out to me so i think i may have finished no i i didn't finish it now that i'm thinking about it because it, it was a lot it was definitely but i did watch at over half of it but you know with them keep coming out with more purge movies here and there it's one of those things where it's like okay like what else can you really do with it like what's another angle you know all the purges have been in america it's not a worldwide event um it's an american thing and pretty much it's you know the basis of it is the new founding fathers have decided that if you give everyone a chance to purge out all their negativity all their negative energy all of their you know corrupt thinking or the corrupt minds in one night the rest of the year you know the crime goes down and they really explored that a little bit more in the previous ones um just because this obviously is talking about what happens after the purge and you know how they wanted to continue it and it didn't really stop but in the previous installments they really leaned into the fact that you know let's you know if you want to go out and kill someone you know do it on this night you know there's no ramifications you don't go to jail um all things are legal and my thing is when i'm around watching these movies i'm like i'm not an evil person so i'm not thinking let me go kill someone i may be like i may 
able i may want to go rob a bank you know i may want to go and steal a car <laughs> like you know if i can go take a car and not go to jail like that would be my purge but you know everyone they lean more into the killing because you know it's a it's supposed to be a horror movie so i understand that aspect of it but um this movie is a little political um and i think just with everything that's been happening in recent years i think this movie would have went over a little bit better under you know president 45's administration only because there was a lot of you know negative energy uh towards like you know our mexican brother and sisters who are over here mexican american brother and sisters who are over here in america um basically this movie leaned into the fact that you know the purists which were you know white purists in um confederate flag waving people in america um wanted to cleanse america of anyone brown and black um they lean more into the brown aspect of it because the setting of it was in texas but they specifically said you know you know get you brownies out of here stuff like that you know they were you know hanging out around the borders and trying, trying to kill people and that was their target and it was it's very interesting because it's like I, I wonder who like what was the what was the reason behind like this movie I don't think it was more so from that side of it um as far as the agenda I think it could have been from the other side um because it did talk about you know family there was a character in the movie I forgot the the, the guy who plays him but he pretty much said you know it was a it was a white character and he was talking about how um he said you know I don't think white people are better than anyone else I just feel like we all should be separate and it was kind of ironic because he had to lean on the Mexicans and the Indians for his survival. Um, you know, his wife didn't really feel that way. Um, his wife would bring up, you know, we, maybe we should hire a nanny and maybe we should do this because I guess one of their friends had a nanny who was a Mexican and uh, they were like, you know, she's so good with the kids. And it wasn't necessarily like she wanted to hire a, a Mexican nanny. She was just like, maybe we should just hire a nanny. And, you know, the one that my friends currently have has a sister who's also really great as well. Blah, 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 blah. She was just looking at us like, you know, we could just get some extra help. Um, the wife was pregnant. So she was just looking for extra help. And the, the husband was just like no i don't want anyone mexican in my house i don't want this i don't want that blah, blah 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 so you could definitely tell there was some animosity there but you know that's the that's the political aspect that this movie really leaned into um ironically they talked about how the mexico and canada was going to open up their borders just to let refugees in there um but it was it was interesting it was it was very interesting um like i said it was very on the nose um with political ties and messages with mexicans in this country um it's it was it's kind of interesting so let's jump back a little bit so for those who don't remember the purge or who hasn't seen all the purges the first purge was pretty much the setup of this whole franchise it pretty much laid out what these movies are about i would say out of all of the movies the first one was more of a horror movie only because there was no political agenda around it it's pretty much told what the story was about and then it surrounded this one family as they tried to survive the night and how people was coming after them and I think those who were coming after them you know it was because they were rich and you know there was a little bit of, I would say a little bit of you know politics in there but it was more so just like a 
you know, an enjoyable movie, you know, a good horror movie. Then with The Purge Anarchy, the second one, that's where I started to really look at the film and be like, okay, there's something else going on here because the second one, they moved more into the city aspect of it, you know, and, you know, they talked about families, you know, stay indoors, don't come outside, lock up, border up, do whatever you have to do. And I remember when the main protagonist was going throughout the film, they showed like these big trucks going into these black neighborhoods, like poor black and brown neighborhoods and pulling people out of their out of their homes and killing them. So I was like, okay, what's what's really going on here? Like, you know, what's what's the real message behind this? You know, election year, you know, they pretty much went after the politicians um, in the in this world. They say that, you know, the politicians are exempt from the from the purge. So you can't go after them. They're supposed to be protected. But one year there was a lady, I guess, that she was trying to end the purge. Um, she was running for office. And she, her one of her main things is she wanted to end the purge. So because of that, you know, they went after her. Um, so that was pretty much what election year was about. I would say probably besides the first purge, my favorite one is um, is the movie called The First Purge, which is actually the fourth one. Um, that's also the one that I had the opportunity to go to a screener for. And I think I may have talked about screeners before in an earlier episode, but pretty much, you know, as you guys know, I live over here in Los Angeles, California. And sometimes I would get emails um, about screeners uh, or not necessarily a screener, but like a, a early, like preview of a movie um pretty much what they'll do is you have to go you have to sign an nda um you can't post about it you can't really talk about it or anything like that but they bring people into an early advanced screening of the movie to get their opinion about um what they thought about the movie um because you, and you have to agree to participate you're not just going there and you also know that the movie is not done so depending on the type of movie you may see you know VFX is not done. You may see strings. You may see this. Pretty much, they just put a movie together, and you're there to watch it to give feedback on the movie, not the how the movie looks and the quality and stuff like that, because you know it's not a finished product. But the uh, the storyline, the actors in it, um, and if they get enough feedback from people, you know, the studio may go back and say, okay, let's change this. So that's when they go into reshoots and stuff like that. So I've done a few of them and they're really, really cool. Um, I actually did one for the first it movie. Um, that came out a few years ago and I did one for the first purge, the, the fourth movie called the first purge. And I remember watching that movie and the reason why I like it is because that one to me was a blatant statement of, of, of a political agenda behind it. And it was pretty much talking about how the first purge ever happened. And they used it as an experiment um, in a small, uh, it was a Staten Island in New York. And they have people sign up and say, hey, listen, sign up to be a part of the purge. And they explain every, to everyone what it was. And they say, if you stay on the island, you get $5,000 for not leaving because they closed up the island and they closed up, you know, you weren't able to leave or anything like that. If you decide to participate, we'll give you cameras and everything so you can document your experience um, and you'll get more money for participating. So it was interesting because they went to like the projects and gave people money and say, Hey, listen, if you go out and you steal, you kill, you destroy, or you do any of that, you, if you participate in this purge, you know, not only will you get $5,000, but you'll get more money on top of that. 
So I was like, hmm, okay. And I'm watching it. And, you know, in in the movie, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the first Purge, but it came out, you know, a few years ago. So at this point, you know, it's on you. <laughs> or if you're listening to the, I'm pretty sure you've already um, been seeing the Purges. But, you know, they go out and people, they're having Purge parties. They're not really killing anyone. They're saying, you know, what? we're going to take our $5,000 and we're just going to celebrate and we're going to have a good time and we're going to have block parties and stuff like that. And, you know, you had maybe one or two people over here looting and stuff, but no one was really, you know, kill each other because they're like, this is my home. Like, I'm not finna, you know, tear up my own home and everything like that. So what did they do? They decided to amp it up and step in and they released, you know, the KKK and the Nazis and, you know, you know, different, you know, organizations into like the black and brown communities to start killing people. But they had them dressed like people who lived in the community. So that way, when the world was watching, they're thinking, oh, the community is tearing each other apart. But in reality, it was the government releasing these people into the communities to kill people because they thought, oh, well, you know, if we give these people the opportunity to kill themselves, they'll do it. And, you know, they proved them wrong. So they had to send people in there to do this job. So, you know, you had the main protagonist and he was going through protecting his community and everything like that. And I thought that was very interesting. You know, it's it was very interesting that these this is the angle that y'all going for for this movie. Like, I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> I, I, I don't really understand um, what's the agenda behind it other than, you know, America could really have its own purge one day. Like we could really be sitting at home and we can get, you know, a president in office who's like, you know what? Let's go ahead and get rid of some of these people. We're going to go ahead and create our own type of purge. And, you know, it could be a whole 24 hour day event. And I don't know about y'all, but if if America goes into a purge, not only if I'm leaving this country, I'm never coming back, period. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or if I don't have the luxury to leave, I'm going to have a safe house somewhere in the middle of nowhere. I'm not staying in the city. I'm going somewhere outside the city because ain't nobody got time for that. But it's, you know, it, the first purge was really, really good. Um, uh, like I said, besides the very, very first purge called The Purge, the movie called The First Purge is, you know, one of my favorites. But let's talk about The Forever Purge a little bit. Um, like I said, you know, so similar agenda. Um, the They show an abridged version of the actual night of the purge because they were following you know this mexican you know husband and wife um who had just fled over to america you know they were safe and nothing really happened to them everything started to escalate it after the the purge was supposed to end um and that's when you have people saying this is a forever purge and you see their agenda and they have like their markings and they have a symbol and it seemed like an organized attack and i wonder if maybe while the years that they weren't really doing the purge that they put this whole thing together and said you know if we ever get the opportunity to do it back we're going to continue it and they were going after everyone no one was safe they were going after the military they were going after the police um or anyone who was getting in their way but their main targets was black and brown people they wanted to get rid of um basically they were killing everyone who wasn't who wasn't white <laughs> and um besides and the only white people they, they would kill was those who would get in the way so like the military the cops those who was like not on their side so um i would say like i said you know i enjoyed the movie um 
the main couple conveniently knows how to fight terrorists. So that was a little annoying. Um, they they fled Mexico because of Mexican cartels. So they knew how to operate machinery. And that was the only thing I would say. I mean, it, it was cool, but I think when things are too convenient in a movie, it's kind of like, it just makes like, all right, like I can't really get into it unless they explain a little bit more of the backstory. Um, like in the in the the fourth movie, the, uh, the first purge, um, you know, some of the people who was involved had, you know, they used to be in gangs or they were ex, you know, they were ex convicts and stuff like that. So they had, you know, machinery or you know stuff like that so it was just a little bit more believable where for this one you have a husband and wife where all of a sudden they know how to pick up like you know machine guns and operate them and it's just like um i guess <laughs> but you know um but i think the political agenda behind it i wonder how it's gonna sit well um the theater that i saw in was did have a lot of mexicans um brothers and sisters in there and um i wonder how that sits well and also i wonder how someone who is white will watch this movie and be like hmm okay you know how you know it's it's very it's very risky to do a political piece like this in a genre movie um uh, where you don't really expect it and you know it's it's a bold move i would say um you don't really get too much of that from the previews you know it's you know it's the purge and you know they're killing people but i think once you get in there you actually start watching the movie you get a different tone and you get a different synopsis so i wonder how you know people were going to take to that another thing is when i saw the movie there were some children in there and i never really understand why people bring you know their small children to r-rated movies especially r-rated horror movies i can understand the whole i don't have a babysitter type thing but you know come on like it, there's different ways and especially like on opening night like there's different they were you know they weren't uh, loud or anything you know they were quiet you know thank god but i never really understand that piece you know and i'm, I'm talking about small children like the you know, children four or five years old and you're taking them to an r-rated horror movie i don't know everyone's family is different so it is what it is but uh let me know what you guys think have you guys seen the purge if you know do you guys like the purge um you know i i'm a sucker for a good horror movie i i mentioned to you guys before i like slasher you know you know human to human or more realistic horror movies i don't really get into like the the spirits or the the ghosts i can flirt with those a little bit but if it's straight you know demons or anything i don't really mess with those I don't have time to be welcoming unwanted spirits into my home. <laughs> so I could, I could deal with a, a guy behind a mask all day. Um, as scary as they may be, you know, I can deal with that and walk away from it, you know, okay. But when it's dealing with spirits, I don't really mess with that. Um, but yeah, so the Forever Purge, um, like I said, is available in theaters. I'm pretty sure it would be available on PVOD, which is uh, premium video on demand within, you know, I think the original window was 17 days, but I don't know if they're still going to stick to that 17 day window. They may bump it up to 45. I think before the pandemic, the traditional window for movies to be in theaters was like 70 something which just is a little bit over two months 
if you think about it you know that seems like a long time but in reality you know movies the especially the bigger movies do happen to stay in the theaters for about two months um before they leave the theaters and then they repackage it again to put it on uh some type of streaming or like purchase at home or rental at home um and then it goes on to like the streaming services and everything like that you know netflix was the, the biggest one for the longest time and uh now um everyone has a streaming service so i think that the way they do things is a little bit differently now um, i don't think the window between when it leaves theater and it goes to like purchase online um is that is that big anymore it could be immediate like it may leave a theater on a thursday and then that following tuesday it's available it's available for purchase online so I don't know we'll see we'll see if this movie ends up on peacock um we'll see if it ends up on another streaming platform um like i said peacock is the one that's sort of like under the umbrella of universal and comcast so we'll see what happens with that but let me know what you guys think if you like the purge if you don't like the purge if you have you seen any of the other previous purge movies and uh let me know what you think and uh like i said thank you again for tuning in and listening to me talk about movies and as always please follow them at the movie bugle on instagram and you know check out the link in the bio please share this podcast everyone i'm trying to grow my audience i have a lot of exciting things that are coming down the pipeline and i want to be able to share them all with you and um just keep on the lookout and until next time i'll talk to you guys soon bye-bye